podcast talking all things health technology and NHS IT. Welcome to Digital Health Unplugged. Hello and welcome to another episode of Digital Health Unplugged. We're back after a few weeks break. I'm your host, Jordan Saloff, junior news reporter at Digital Health. I'm delighted today to be joined by Becca Robinson, digital nurse at University Hospital Sussex NHS Foundation Trust. Becca, thank you very much for coming on. How are you? Hi, Jordan. Thank you very much. I'm good. How are you? Very good, thank you. Um, yeah, good episode we have today talking about the 35 and 35 bursary programme. It was the first cohort last year, which of course you were a part of. So we'll talk a little bit about that, kind of why you applied, um, the benefits of being a part of it really, because come out, of course, we have what open at the moment, the application for the new cohort, which is now called Future Digital Leader Programme. Um, so yeah, lots to discuss. So we'll get straight into it, I guess. And I suppose for those not listening that may not be aware of the the bursary program. Could you give us a little idea of kind of what it is really, who it's for and, and what it involves? Yeah, sure. So the 35 under 35 bursary was launched last year um, by FedIP to sort of identify, promote and support future digital leaders um, and talent in UK health informatics. Um, And that was all part of the year of the digital professional, which uh, last year was. there was 35 recipients of the 35 under 35, uh, no relation to Forbes magazine. Um, and the uh, the recipients would all receive um, tickets to Digital Health Summer School, which was held at the University of York in July last year, um, and a one-year membership to a FedIP professional body. Um, I don't think I can list those. There's seven of them. Yeah, it's quite a few, yeah. Yeah. Um, but for myself, uh, yeah. Uh, for myself, that was that was Faculty of Clinical Informatics, as I, I'm a nurse by background, and I'm still in a nursing role. So, um, so that's the one I went for. Um, yeah, nicely said. That yeah. So, what were the kind of main reasons why you wanted to apply uh, last year? So. Um, I applied for the bursary scheme um, as I'm still quite new to health informatics. Um, I came from an acute care nursing role into uh, my digital role in July 21, so almost two years ago. So um, I'm still quite fresh and um, I saw the bursary come out last year and I just I just wanted to learn more. I just wanted to um, see what was out there to make connections. Um, I was interested in sort of professional body membership Um and just to sort of see what was possible, really, and see what was going on in that space. Um, and a, a bursary and a Fed IP membership just seemed like a good way in, really. Um, so I applied and here I am. Yeah. Um, and kind of what did you expect like, the, the bursary programme would entail, really, versus kind of what you experienced? Was it what you expected? It was it was more than I expected. I, I did, you know, I'll admit I wanted a free ticket to summer school, didn't we all? Um, mm. It was a brilliant couple of days of networking and uh, and content, and it was yeah, it was great. I re- I really wanted to attend. Um, I thought I'd get attendance to summer school, and I thought, oh yeah, no, I'll join the FCI and see what's going on there. Um, but what I've come out with really is this really great 
network of connections that we made with each other um, as a group. So if it wasn't just nurses, there was nurses, there was a physiotherapist, a pharmacist, um, people that work in business change, business development, doctors, IT people, project managers. And we all just kind of came together as this group of different people from different sectors of health informatics and we just formed this connection um and we're all still in touch we have uh sort of we meet up every now and then um and kind of support each other and um we can practice sort of our chairing skills and our presenting skills with each other these sort of things that are expected of you in those kind of higher level job roles that maybe are sort of an someone who's quite early in their career might not have had so um it's really great that we've kind of come away with that um also the the opportunities that digital health networks have given us so um we were given the opportunity to co-chair at rewired um which was a couple of weeks ago now maybe a month ago oh time flies um it was a month yeah yeah uh, so um, I took up, I took that offer up, and uh, it was re- it was really brilliant to sort of be supported by a really experienced chair uh, on the digital nursing stage, and a, and a couple of my um, fellow bursary recipients uh, also took that opportunity up as well. And um, yeah, I think for those of us that did that, it was it was a really great thing that we wouldn't have got otherwise. Um, so yeah, it, it, I think I didn't expect it to be this kind of long term support network of of fellow ambitious people as such I kind of thought we'd go to summer school and that'd be the end of it but um no it's been a lot more than that brilliant yeah um and you've touched on those connections made with our CTRs, CNIOs and and how did those connections and the program kind of help you kind of develop your career and open up new career opportunities yeah I mean it definitely did that so um when I was at summer school I was sort of just speaking to people and, and networking as you do. And I I met the deputy CNIO from a neighbouring trust who um, was then able to signpost job roles and opportunities to me. So um, I am leaving University Hospital Sussex at the end of the month. I'm moving over to Sussex Community, which is a, a step up and a really good opportunity for me. And I think, uh, you know, I would have seen that on NHS jobs, but if I hadn't been there at summer school making those connections it would have been a harder process for me. So um, had I not been at summer school, I, I wouldn't have made those connections and met those people and, and ended up kind of stepping up and going into my new role now. So, um, yes, I'm very grateful for that. Absolutely. I mean, if that's not an incentive for people to apply for this year's programme, I don't know what is really when you get opportunities like that. Um, coming slightly away from the programme itself, you said about how you were kind of a staff nurse before becoming a digital nurse. Was that kind of a smooth transition to move into digital and what's the kind of surprise you most about your current role as a digital nurse? Well, I think uh, when when people speak about how they got into digital, a lot of people say that they did it by accident. You know, I was involved in project X, Y, and then I ended up in digital and and then I got stuck. You know, a lot of people kind of fall into it by accident. Um, That's not always the case now there are more roles and more more posts coming out specifically for digital which is great um i think the biggest surprise for me was uh that i'd have to learn a new language so sort of it and project management these weren't terms that i was used to before you know i had no idea what sql was or a deep dive or what downtime was or any of that so you you do have to learn a new language but 
without sort of putting pressure on that because clinicians come into the digital space with clinical skills and you know they don't expect me to write an app that that's not what I'm there to do I'm there to provide clinical expertise and knowledge and um I think I was surprised by how much I did know and how how sort of the contribution that I could make as as a clinician and um there's a lot of transferable skills that we have in clinical practice anyway. So sort of influencing people, problem solving, communication, that's all stuff that you need as a staff nurse. Um, and then it, it, within the digital environment as well. So, yeah, I think it was a surprise. Um, everyone takes Christmas off. Can you believe it? That's crazy. Um, so I've enjoyed oh, no. that <laughs> for the past two years. Um, hmm. But yes, it's it's. A different language but then I suppose with every specialism it's there's there's terms and phrases and ways of working so um yes it was it was a smooth transition because I was passionate about it um and and I went into a role that was specifically for digital I went in as a project implementer and and that that was a really nice entry point for me um and it's good to see more roles coming out like that absolutely yeah and we speak about kind of the digital roles. Do you think there is a clear enough path, pathway for kind of not roles like a digital nurse, like especially for young people aspiring to get into the field you're in? And if not, do you think more could be done to, to make people more aware, I suppose, of like careers such as digital nurse? I think we're getting there. I think with digital roles coming out now, a lot of the buzzwords are in there, digital nurse, digital allied health professional informatics clinician you know there are the, the roles are coming out but there is such a mismatch between trusts and organizations as to what those roles are what they're called what the responsibilities are where they sit within the organization should should we sit with it should we sit with nursing should we sit with somewhere else and and uh, i mean banding is a big a, buzz, a big buzzword at the moment you know what what banding should we be putting these so I think although it is there are roles out there I think that standardization of those across organizations will help um it's sort of uh, we have been doing work with the local university so we have a really good connection with the University of Brighton They've got um, a lecturer there who is really passionate about digital health. So he's really good. He's a really good cheerleader for us on the curriculum, um, sort of pushing digital into the undergraduate space. Um, but I think, you know, if, if I have a conversation with a student nurse and they say, yep, I want to be a diabetes nurse specialist, it's very clear what they should do. You know, they should go and get a job on an endocrine ward. They should work up. They should do some postgrad, do a bit of shadowing and then go in as a six and then go in as a nurse specialist. You know, there's very, there's very clear pathways for that. But for digital, it's kind of, well, find it find yeah. it and get into it so um yeah there, there, there needs to be some standardization but there are roles out there and there are ways in um and especially undergraduate nurses and allied health professionals and medical students are very interested in what we do so um shout it we need to shout it from the rooftops to get them interested well said absolutely we do um you touched a little bit on end of the month that you're moving to neighboring trust um first of all you can forward to that and so in what ways does your role change at all or kind of what, how is it different to now um so yes i am looking forward to it um i'm looking forward to uh 
Oh, I have to be careful what I say. They're probably all listening. Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to to stepping up and having some more responsibility and getting involved in different projects. So um, I'm moving from the acute trust, so the hospitals, um, to the community trust. And the digital space is, is very different in the community as it is to the acute. It's very different challenges. Um, but I am looking forward to it and, and I'm looking forward to learning everything you know that the Sussex community are, are they're innovators they've got lots going on um lots of projects lots of really exciting things um some people listening may have been to their innovation conference which is happening uh on thursday thursday the 19th that'll be in the past now um so i hope it was good um there, <laughs> there's a there's a lot going on there and i'm yeah, i'm very excited to move into a trust where there's so much happening um and yes i'm excited to be part of it you did touch on obviously rewired scarily was a month ago um and i'd say probably a highlight of the conference that has been the last couple of years was the digital nursing summit i just wanted to ask kind of your experience of that and how you think it maybe developed compared to 2022 at the event this year I think one of the biggest changes that people spoke about was the fact that 2022, the Digital Nursing Summit was in this teeny tiny little room mm-hmm. uh, that was bursting at the seams. And... Uh, I, th- I think I think it's quite obvious <laughs> last year they needed a, they needed more capacity and they'd probably be even bigger next year. Oh, yeah, there's an army of us now. And that's great. That's brilliant. And, and it wasn't just nurses sat there either. It was it was other people that were curious. And that's that's great. And it wasn't even the nurses that were there. They weren't all digital nurses. They were practice educators. They were nurse specialists. You know, every nurse is an e-nurse. It's, it's not just digital nursing isn't just those of us with digital nurse in our role. It's everybody. And um, Rewired was, yeah, it was brilliant. There was, even though they gave us a much bigger space, there was, we were still bursting at the seams. There were still people sat on each other's laps. You know, it was, it was, it was big, um, and it was very, very inspiring. Um, yeah, and I can't wait till next year see what people bring back and what people are working on. And yeah, it's brilliant. It's a really, really nice community. Everyone's lovely. It's, it's no, never will people be rude to you or, or ignore you. It's always, hi, who are you? Where are you from? It's it's yeah. very friendly. And that's that's true across the whole digital health space, I think. Um, there's People want to talk to you and people want to help um, and make connections. And that's, yeah, it's just, it's lovely to be part of that. Absolutely, yeah. Especially, uh, obviously, being in digital, it's, it's good to talk like this online. There's nothing beats in person, face-to-face, does it? And yeah, it's good to have events like that. And Rewired next year, of course, moving to Birmingham because we needed a bigger venue. So NEC is in Birmingham and no doubt the Nursing Summit and the whole event is going to be much, much bigger because, yeah, pretty much all the stages, I think, were standing room only. Um, so we look forward to next year. We need the whole um, of the Business Design Centre just for the Digital Nursing Summit. So if you can yeah, make that no, happen. we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll have to have a separate hall at the, at the NEC in Birmingham just for that, just for the Nursing Summit. Um Finally, then back to the kind of new bursary this year for cohort two, um, now called the Future Digital Leader Program. Um, what advice would you give to other young professionals who might be kind of sitting, listening to this, considering whether to apply or not? And yeah, this is your chance now, I suppose, to pick up the program one last time and convince people that you should apply. Do it. <laughs> no, I need to say more than that. Um, <laughs> So my advice for people that were like me, who are like me, um, 
just apply for everything. Just just go for it. You know, even if you think that success is unlikely. So, you know, even if you're not a member of a Fed professional body, apply anyway. You know, it's a the bursary is for people who are early in their careers. And, and that is it's brilliant. I, I didn't think I was in with a chance last year because I wasn't a member of a professional body. But I put that in my application. I said, hey, look, you're asking for people who are early in their career. Of course, I'm not a member, but I want to be. And that's what got me in. You know, it's it's having that interest and that drive and that passion to be like, hey, I'm here and I want to learn and I'm interested. So just apply. Get on LinkedIn, get on Twitter, follow people, find people, see what's going on, um, read things, watch things, see what other people are doing. Because digital health is a community because everyone's interested in each other and what everybody's doing. If you're a nosy person, it is the best place to be. And I'm very nosy and I love to know what everyone else is doing. So that's great. Um, Reach out to people who have done it. You know, um, there's a handful of nurses we we who were we got the bursary last year reach out to us we're all friendly say hey becca you know how did you how did you find this you know message me message any of us we're all very friendly um it's a lovely community the digital health networks um just put yourself out there just and and i think the opportunity to network is very valuable you know it's not it's not a skill that i had before it's still a skill that i'm working on it, and it's not natural and intuitive for everybody I think I'm quite a sociable person I'll talk to anyone but my first instinct is to say hey what's your favorite color and do you have any cats you know that's not networking Mm. it's about asking the right questions and saying hi look I'm Becca I'm from University Hospital Sussex I'm a digital nurse what do you do you know that they're having the opportunity to do that is such a learning experience so if anyone out there is thinking of applying and you're less than five years into your informatics career, just do it. Just apply and, and, and tell FedIP why you want to be there. And you never know. Maybe you will be. Fabulously said there. Great advice. I'm sure there's lots of people listening who are who get straight on and apply now. Um, so yeah, a reminder that the Future Digital Leader Programme provides years membership to either FedIP professional bodies and paid for places at Digital Health Network Summer Schools 2023, which takes place at the end of July 27th, 28th this year in Birmingham as well, just like Rewind next year, University of Birmingham for Summer Schools this year. Um, the deadline to submit applications for the scheme is Wednesday the 10th of May. So don't miss out, as we've heard in the last 20 minutes or so. It's well worth it, I think. And we've come to the end of the episode. Time does fly. Um, Becca, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and Digital Health Unplugged. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you very much, everyone. Yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening. We're available to listen back to on all your favourite podcast platforms. We'll be back with another episode in a couple of weeks' time. Until then, take care. listening to digital health unplugged we hope you enjoyed this episode for more follow us on spotify apple podcasts or your favorite podcast platform and to find out about our latest news and events head to our website digitalhealth.net